to use credit. This is fantastic if you are thinking of major acquisitions for your household, but for your daily consumption, that is a huge mistake because, of course, credit comes with a cost. Hello, this is the Weekly Tradecast, a new podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're looking at consumer protection. COVID has revolutionised the way we shop. During lockdowns, huge numbers of us went online to buy food, clothes, household goods and entertainment. But consumers face many risks as online shopping grows, not least as the world struggles with a cost of living crisis. Well, joining me now is Teresa Moriara, head of the Competition and Consumer Policies branch at UNCTAD. She's keen on Pilates, enjoys detective stories and eating out. Well, me too, Teresa. On to consumer protection. Has consumer protection kept up with the surge in online shopping and online payments? We have seen a rise in online shopping, but of course it entails some risks and some challenges. And it is very important that all of us as consumers know what we need to look for in order to make sure that we buy from trusted uh, traders, that we are not misled by promising advertising that does not really deliver, and also that payments are secure. And it is quite interesting that consumer protection agencies, which were at the forefront at the response to the COVID-19 impact, really used even digital tools to alert consumers or specific groups of consumers to some risks, to some scams, to some possibility of fraud. And that communication, we believe, has really helped consumers not to be so exposed as they could have been otherwise. How would you say things differ between developed and developing countries? Well, developing countries have fantastic opportunities due to the use of internet and, frankly, the spread of what we call now mobile money, which really allows consumers to do all sorts of transactions with very few costs and with very few uh, hassles. This is, I think, a, a great encouragement because in developing countries, you may not find traditional bank or financial services agencies Of course, as exciting as this is, you are also exposed to a number of risks because if you do a couple of clicks more, you may be spending much more than you thought of. Is it too easy to take on debt right now? To use credit. This is fantastic if you are thinking of major acquisitions for your household, but for your daily consumption, that is a huge mistake because, of course, credit comes with a cost, very high interest rates, And usual consumers are not necessarily aware of what this will imply Mm. in the midterm. I think it's good that there is access to credit, but we have been hearing a lot about responsible borrowing. But this only makes sense if there is responsible lending from businesses. So all of us, we need to understand basic things about financial services. So you need information, you need advice, you need somebody that has probably more knowledge than you, that has an independent, detached way, and that can advise you in your dealings 
with the banks or other providers that lend you the money. So that's why you need regulation. You need monitoring of the market, and you need also civil society organizations to be engaged. How can we tell if we're being scammed? Are there any telltale signs? The online marketplaces have developed so much that for some businesses, some sectors, there are even trust marks. I would say most businesses want to serve as better their clients, so we need to encourage this responsible, good business practices in a lot of even developed countries don't have the necessarily literacy to really do payments online and can be more subject to frauds and scams. But how, where do you go to lodge a complaint then, say if you were in a developing country, for instance? Well, believe it or not, but developing countries are quite active in the field of consumer protection because consumer rights are very close to citizenship. We track consumer protection legislation across the world. And I can tell you that 70% of these countries have adopted consumer protection legislation. This means that they also have conferred the responsibility of overseeing the legislation to an institution, usually a consumer protection agency. And nowadays, there are digital forms and you can have the chat. So it's not as necessarily lengthy or complicated as it used to be. And all over the world, you will find regional, even local offices. Governmental bodies cannot do this on their own because you need IT expertise. Civil society organizations can be extremely active, but why not also business organizations? So this has to be a joint effort. I think we are on the right track, but there's still quite a lot of work to be done. And thank you to UNCTAD's Teresa Moreira for being this week's guest. Tune in to the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. And there's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now. <laughs>